The Talking Point with Kathy Motlatana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, let's get straight into our thinking point for this morning then. The president has assigned responsibility for the state security agency to minister in the presidency, Mondli Gungubele. In a statement, the presidency saying it's in line with the announcement made in August last year to do away with the Ministry of State Security and assign political responsibility for the state security agency to the presidency. Well, under the constitution, the president is empowered to assume political responsibility for intelligence services other than those of the police or the National Defence Force. Ronnie Casserles is the former intelligence minister. He joins us on the line. Mr. Casserles, good morning to you. Thanks for your time today on The Talking Point. Hi, I'm glad to be with you and good day. No, it's a pleasure to have you on. So let's begin firstly with how this move by the president is being analyzed. There's been a couple of months to really try and make sense of whether this is the best decision to make given the state of our intelligence service. Some are saying that it is part of a broader move by President Ramaphosa to centralize power. Your own analysis of what is happening. Okay, thanks very much. Um, I have no problems whatsoever. In fact, I'll welcome the fact that the president of the country has decided to bring the oversight uh, and executive, and that's the policy, control of security intelligence into the presidency. Um, by the way, it, it's not uh, an uncommon thing internationally. Um, and in our country, in President Mandela's term, 94 to 99, we, of course, didn't have an intelligence minister at that stage. That happened later. And, of course, President Ramaphosa has ended that. Um, but at that particular point in time, the intelligence services were under the political uh, oversight of a minister in cabinet, and that was Minister of Justice, Dalla Omar. Um, that was for purposes of ensuring that the policy oversight was within cabinet and under the president, of course. Uh, and in terms of signing off of the budget, many things have taken place since then, which have made our whole country very disturbed over the, uh, the the activities and the abuses and corruption and so on within the intelligence services, and of course the failure to report to the president timely in terms of the July rioting, looting, mayhem, which of course is what's uh, brought the president to feel, and it's 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 acceptable in terms of the constitution. You can take such decisions to bring this. Um, policy oversight closer to home, and in this case, um, under the control or responsibility of, of the minister and the president, presidency. So from that point of view, there can be questions raised, and I, I have myself some concerns, which I'll come to. Um, but overall, it's understandable. Mm. It's 
constitutionally in order. And internationally, there's, there's nothing untoward about it. Um, the question of concentration of power, I, I think, of course, political opposition are always going to be looking at presidency and government from that point of view. And, of course, that's an important thing. So that the executive doesn't feel, as was the case, unfortunately, during these Zuma years, that they can just close down any insight and do as they will. We don't have that under the um, Ramaphosa presidency. So from that point of view, I I need to clarify my position. Mm -hmm. However, I I would say this, that um, those opposition leaders who have raised disquiet and the point which quite a number, including people in the the, the security uh, intelligence milieu, have made the point that what if uh, there's a successor as president, whether it's the next term, whether it's 10 years down the line or even more, uh, where you have a particular incumbent, a president who comes in, as has been the case in the past in our country, where there is just absolute lack of trust and, and, and there's all sorts of abuse in that big place. So what President Ramaphosa has to bear in mind that it's not just this particular move, which he he made clear from August was in the pipeline, um, but that the intelligence and security apparatus of the country, those institutions, are really um, acting with all due propriety in terms of the rule of law, in terms of the Constitution, in terms of efficiency, of accountability to Parliament and to President and Government and the public, that that house is to be put in order. And we far from it. Um, the Mufamadi panel uh, recommendations go back to 2019. And one of them was that there should be no longer a, um, an intelligence minister, etc., which brings us to the decisions that the opposers just made, etc. But it goes so much further, and is a continuum of a commission I put in place under the uh, late Joe uh, Matthews, which came up with a report which the Zuma years just discounted, and then we had uh, the uh, panel. So we've had on our books the really expert recommendations of how to put security and, and intelligence right, functional, serving the country, serving the need for security, time is information intelligence going through to the presidency in sure. order to take the correct decisions. And, and this has to be done mm-hmm. because it's no good just having somebody who we feel is decent, such as the, the, the minister in the presidency or the president himself. It's got to be the institutions that work whoever mm-hmm. is in power heading government. Uh, Mr. Kestrels, there are two issues I want to pick up on there. The first one is around the Mufamadi recommendations. And part of what that report found was that there was a breach of this, effectively, this line that is supposed to exist between the executive and intelligence. 
as somebody who has been part of that world, how can that line, that boundary be respected when the state security agency is under the presidency? No, no. Well, you see, whether it's under, say, as we've had for many years, under a minister in charge of security intelligence, or whether it's under the president, the same question arises. Mm. It's not that, um, you know, the alarm signals ring because it's now under the control of the president. In fact, it's much better. We've had some very dodgy ministers in place who who were quite clearly according to public criticism and civil society and even parliamentary questions absolutely out of order. And this has been forthcoming from the Santo Commission. Um, so it, it's not that there's a red light now. It's because it's moved to the president. What is required is a whole architecture, beginning, yes, with Parliament representing the people, where we have to have very strong oversight through the Joint Parliamentary Committee on Intelligence, which in most of the period um, of these past 15 years or so did not act properly, were captured, in a sense, by ANC, uh, the Tuli House, by the factionalism, by serving Zuma, etc. Um, that's untenable. We've seen signs of a revival. The opposition political parties have to play their role. They were very weak, by the way, in my day, when I had problems with the same oversight committee, I thought we weren't doing their job. And the the political opposition within, and of course they're very few, because it's all according to proportionality in terms of, of, of the electorate and the, the um, seating in Parliament. Uh, it, it's obviously strong enough for the opposition parties because they're getting more votes. But... That's where there must be a strong focus. Then there must be ensuring that the Inspector General General of Intelligence has the resources and the capacity. It's a very important area. Thirdly, the Auditor General. Up to now, the Auditor General is not able to really assess what's going on with the special funds available to security and intelligence for particular secret operations. From my day, and I'm talking about now over 15 years or so, I was engaged with the Auditor General in terms of how to overcome that, to circumvent that. And the Zuma years put any stop to that. So the question of the control of such funds all right. Mr. Casrills, sorry to interrupt you there. We're going to continue with this conversation in a moment. It's just after 9.30. Luyanda Maume is standing by with the latest news headlines. 10. Hashtag SFM Talking Point. We continue the conversation for our thinking point this morning. We're in conversation with Ronnie Casserole, says uh, the former Minister of Intelligence. We're talking about the move uh, by the presidency to take the state security agency and put it under the watchful eye of the minister in the presidency, Mondli Gungubele. Of course, I'll be taking your calls on this issue and plenty others on 011-714-2006. That's the number to use to get in touch with us this morning on the WhatsApp line. 
It's 0614-104-107. On Twitter, it's at SFM Radio, the hashtag there, SFM Talking Point. Mr. Casseroles, you touch on the issue of parliamentary oversight. And oftentimes, when it comes to the kind of oversight that exists over our intelligence structures, many of these briefings are not open to the public and therefore it's quite difficult for the public to have a sense of what is happening and if in fact parliament is playing um, the the oversight role that it has been mandated with to its full capacity. Yeah, well, look, um, these aren't easy, but firstly, the parliamentary oversight must be strengthened. A lot depends on the ability, the capacity, the understanding of parliament relating to the function of intelligence and security. They've got to be on the ball. They have to... uh, not fall for any tricks from, let's say, an executive or a minister uh, who is attempting to fend off questions by referring to uh, the need to follow security rules. Um, This has happened in our country, and I'm not going to say which minister followed such an approach, intelligence services, and, you know, whether it's America, Britain, France, whoever, you tend to get them throwing dust in people's eyes that they cannot comment because this relates to uh, issues of state security. We're managing to pierce that. Civil society is playing a very important role, the right to know, and all sorts of institutions of civil society. That's very important in terms of the pressure uh, to reinforce the need to know, um, not the operations taking place as such, as long as they according to the mandate of the law, uh, not the identity of, of, of people carrying out such uh, activities. These need to be secret. But accountability, and that's where the Inspector General comes in with a parliamentary committee comes in and all parliamentary parties. And that's got to be uh, strengthened all the time and demands for greater openness, which has come from civil society, but including from my day as a minister, including from the Matthews Commission, the Muslimadi Commission, to have greater openness, to ensure that no president or minister can do as they wish or engage in political factionalist uh, abuse of the intelligence security agencies. Mm. It is possible, and we are on on the, on, on the route to achieving that. And I see President Ramaphosa being much more open and sensitive to these demands. So we must hold them to the highest um, uh, morality in this regard. But I want to add, and this is where the Muthamadi Commission and the Matthews Commission reports and recommendations come in, it's also not just at the oversight level, but it's within the services Mm -hmm. to ensure that the services uh, operate according to the law, their regulations, the Constitution, that they're accountable to the attorney, uh, to the, um, the, the finance 
departments of government, the Auditor General, the Intelligence, uh, the Inspector of Intelligence, etc., and are reporting all the time, and that they are able to go into areas where Parliament cannot, where the public cannot, but be ready to report on any abuses. And with those recommendations and the reform system that's required is the greater control of management and all levels of security operations and the actual operations themselves so that we don't see what happened under apartheid and, in fact, has happened under the, the, the present situation where the intelligence agencies, crime intelligence particularly and so on, has acted in a way of supporting a particular faction and abusing the resources. So the control system within management of operations, uh, the, the recommendations are there by Mufamadi and Matthew, mm. and that has to be implemented. With that, we will have a change in the culture of intelligence, the whole ethos of intelligence, where all operatives are working in an honest way according to their regulations. That will take time, but for this particular chair, where we we, we have in so many, particularly on the ANC side, um, uh, uh, um, elective conferences of the last um, for presidency uh, and from all the leagues, uh, this is going to be a brutal year of contestation. And what President Ramaphosa needs to do is not just the first step that he's taken here, but to ensure that whether it's the Minister in the presidency, and he himself must be so open to this, that they are not using their position uh, and the position of the presidency to push the intelligence and security services in a certain direction, which has happened in our country before, which brought about Pulakwania and the subsequent Zuma years. And that they have to show is going to be something which they are not going to control they're not going to abuse or, or, or utilise for their own purposes, but to ensure that the security and intelligence of the country is serving our people and serving our constitution. So he's got to take some very quick steps in that regard to bring about the kind of confidence and trust that's required, particularly in this year and, of course, going forward. Mr. Castros, let me thank you for your time this morning. He's a former Minister of Intelligence. You heard his view there, what it is that the president's, president rather, and the minister in the presidency need to do to have those checks and balances in place to ensure that there isn't a continuing abuse of, state sec- of the state security agency. I think when looked against the evidence, it's undeniable now that the state security agency has been abused. There has been terrible interference within that agency to serve political interests. It has been highly politicized to serve certain factions, whereas where do, you know, whereas the country is left behind. How could we have the July riots and there are no answers? Some may even ask, how do we have a fire in Parliament? And there are no answers as to what happened. And that's really the power 
of having a functional uh, state security agency alongside all the other organs of state that are supposed to be functional in this department. So I'll take some of your calls on the views reflected uh, or rather